WWE Setting the Stage is a podcast for WWE fans where I recap events, break down storylines and angles, and make predictions about where those storylines and angles are headed. Whether you're just getting into wrestling or a WWE fanatic like me, this show is for you. I will see you ringside. Hello, Wrestleluminati, and welcome to yet another SmackDown Afterthoughts episode. So without further ado, uh, let's not wait any longer. Let's not waste any time. Let's just get right into it. So SmackDown starts out this week. Uh, believe it or not, it's at the Norfolk Scope Arena in Norfolk. And while that, why that is significant is that's around in my neck of the woods. Uh, like I said, um, for those of you all, and I don't know if I've even shared it, I'm from the state of Virginia. And I'm from kind of the same region as Norfolk. I'll just leave it at that. So this uh, this show was fairly close to my proximity, so it was kind of interesting. And in fact, I didn't even know that the I had, I had seen advertisements for the Norfolk show uh, many times on TV, but I didn't realize. I guess I guess the days got away from me, and I didn't realize it was this close. But evidently, like I said, the the show was almost local to my area. Um, the area that is known as Hampton Roads, for those of y'all that don't know, it's a very vast area. I consider it can it consists of like seven different cities, and Norfolk is one of them. And uh, like I said, it was live from that last night, so it was kind of interesting that it was uh, in my neck of the woods. Uh, the SmackDown episode last night. Um, so we uh, we talk about to start out the show. Um, Pat McAfee is hyping tonight's main event between um, the Bloodlines. Uh, well, actually, the the head of the table, Tribal Chief uh, Roman Reigns versus King Xavier. Um, they're going to have the main event today now or this evening. Now, as people know, what happened last week, um, you know, Kofi Kingston was out with an injury when he got. Uh, I double teamed, even triple teamed by the bloodline last night. So he's out with an injury. And as we know, with Monday night raw, um, uh, big E got beat up really bad by, uh, Kevin Owens at the end of the Kevin Owens, uh, Seth Rollins match. So overall has not been a good week for the, uh, a good, actually almost a good 10 days. Well, I, I guess you can call it a week, I guess, but it hasn't been a good several days for the new day. And uh, like I said, we'd learn a little bit more about a stipulation later on in the show. So they start out technically the show inside the ring with all the members of Team SmackDown for for the Survivor Series. And again, the Survivor Series, uh, you know, I guess promoting or hyping continues with me, especially, like I said, it's it's raining pretty pretty bad as far as like, you know, them announcing the teams on Twitter, you know, because it seems like they're already changing the teams. Like I said, they already made a change to Team Raw for the men's side on uh, Monday Night Raw. And like I said, the changes would continue on SmackDown. Even, you know, they would even double the changes. So there was actually kind of two changes just to kind of give you a foreshadowing of what I'm going to be talking about later. Um, so it's almost like they're changing the one, they're changing the members of the matches so much um, that it almost seems like it was almost kind of worthless to announce them on Twitter. So anyway, they're, uh, they are in the ring, uh, except for one and she gets introduced, uh, separately and that's Sasha Banks. And she is evidently named the team captain of team SmackDown for the women's side. Um, so when she gets down to the ring, uh, 
they actually uh, all the women in the ring start fighting, and it it it's total chaos, and it takes them into a commercial break, you know, because they got to you know rein them in, everything like that. And when they come back from commercial, we find out it's going to be Sasha Banks, Aaliyah, and Naomi versus Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, and Natalya. Now I should no doubt I should point out I forgot to point out that during this whole thing Naomi comes down to the ring and wonders why she's not part of Team SmackDown. And, uh, you know, Shayna Baszler attacks her, then she kind of gets up in uh, Sonya's face, and that's actually what causes, that starts causing the chaos a little bit and starts fighting, you know, the women fighting in the ring. So, like I said, we get the six-man tag match, or six-woman tag match, I should say. And, uh, like I said, this match goes on for a while. Pretty good match, like I said, uh, but it, it, it was very, seemed very long. I think they went through several commercials for the for this match. It ends up what happening is... Surprisingly, uh, Aaliyah ends up getting the pinfall on Talia, and she ends up winning the match for her team, which, of course, is Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, so uh, after that, uh, we go backstage, and um, Sami Zayn apparently is uh, – you think at first that he's talking to somebody, giving them a pep talk for – you know, teams smacked down at Survivor Series, but it looks like they're just talking. He, we find out that he's just talking to a mirror, but he notices Jeff Hardy standing there, and he, he wonders how long Jeff has been standing there. Jeff says he's been there the whole time. And Sammy asks, well, what would you think about the pep talk? And he said it totally, you know, it sucked real bad. <laughs> and that was kind of the way the segment ended. Um, so we come backstage uh we we continue backstage after the commercial break and Aaliyah's backstage and she's you know she's on cloud 9 she got the she's the newcomer she got the pin her first pinfall in a match on smackdown uh the backstage interviewer is uh congratulating her and asking her what she's thinking and like i said that's when she says she's on cloud 9 and she's proud to be a part of the team smackdown and then Sonya Deville walks in and asks her how long has she known Naomi for and I guess Adelia starts, I guess, contemplating what her answer is going to be. And DeVille says, don't answer it. And DeVille actually goes on to co- congratulate her on everything, but then says that she has just been advised that Aaliyah is no longer on Team SmackDown for Survivor Series. Um, which I think is, is uh, you know, very disappointing. I was hoping to see, a you know, a new superstar other than the ones that they're already you know, pushing in the women's division to get a little bit more, you know, a little bit more women in, in involved in the women's division than just the top ones that we see all the time. So we'll see what, what this pans out to. Um, so next we have a, we have another backstage interview with Kayla Braxton approaching Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. And, um, <laughs> you know, Roman makes a joke about the only reason Kayla's back here is for two reasons, to acknowledge the tribal chief or flirt with the wise man, Paul Heyman. Um, uh, Reigns actually asks Kayla what she wants, but he interrupts her and says, no one cares what she wants. <laughs> you know, typical Roman stuff lately. And, um, and I guess then Roman goes into the locker room and he leaves Heyman out there to talk with Kayla and, you know, he talks, he basically hypes the match between Heyman and Woods. And we find out that the stipulation is tonight that, and this is an interesting one, but of course, I think in this way, it kind of gives away what's obviously going to happen or a variation of what's going to happen if if you get my drift. But basically it says that if, you know, if, uh, if 
Roman Reigns beats Xavier Woods, then he is going to have to acknowledge the tribal chief and and you know all that good stuff that we've been hearing from Roman for months. Or Roman said, which is the most interesting thing, is if he can't get the job done and beat Xavier Woods, then WWE can strip him of the universal title and ban him from SmackDown. And I guess what was really weird about this is later on in the show, you know, they kept saying that, you know, if Xavier won, Roman would, you know, bow down to Xavier. But if Roman won, then Xavier would bow down to Roman. But never did Roman say that. Roman just said that if he lost, they could strip him of the universal title and he'd be banned from SmackDown. Um, So you almost got a sense of what was going to happen after that, after they said that. So... Anyway, we move into another match. Uh, Rick Boogs and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Los Lotharios. Now, (laughs) I couldn't remember this name. This is the new name for, uh, if you remember last week's episode, the name was escaping me of what they were calling Angel Garza and uh, Umberto Carrillo. Uh, Umberto Carrillo. Yeah, Umberto Carrillo. And it is uh, the Los Lotharios. Now, I'm not a very big Spanish guy. But when I think when I heard the first when I heard that name Lotharios, uh, I think of lethargic or something like that. Now I don't want to say that 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 about this team. They do look kind of a like a promising team that could go f- far in the uh, in the tag division. But like I said, not being a you know not being a guy that's very fluent in Spanish, I'm not sure what what Los Lotharios means to be honest. And I, I'm trying to remember if Michael Cole even said what it meant. Uh, I'd have to do some research and find out what that actually means in Spanish. But anyway, that's their name, Los Lotharios. So anyway, they have a they have this match with uh, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Pretty good match all the way through. Uh, pretty decent length to the match, but it, no surprise because they're the team that's being pushed is Los Lotharios gets the win. Now, I'm a little disappointed because I was hoping they were going to push you know, Rick Boogs a little bit. And also, like I said, you still have Shinsuke Nakamura as the Intercontinental Championship or Intercontinental Champion. What have they done with the Intercontinental Championship lately? And this is the problem sometimes I have with titles. Um, This is why I think, and like I said, maybe down the road, I know I keep promising I'm going to do specific episodes for this, and maybe I will, uh, at least maybe during the holiday season or something. Um, But this is where I I have the problem with WWE having too many titles and having this brand extension continuing, is that sometimes some of the titles get lost in the sauce. Let's talk about two titles in particular. Number one, the Intercontinental Championship. What's the story with the Intercontinental Championship? Yes, I know Shinsuke Nakamura is the champion, but is there really a is there really a story going on with the championship? I I don't see one. Look at um look at the United States Championship on Raw. I mean, when was the last? I mean, you're barely even seeing. Uh, you know, the last couple of weeks you've seen uh uh. uh uh, Damian Priest, but I mean, before that, when was the last time you saw Damian, Damian Priest on TV? And like I said, he's a champion. So you know, I get I get kind of annoyed, like when they have all these championships, but some of these championships get lost in the sauce, and they don't even you know have defenses for them. They don't even you know, it's not it's like they're not even a it's not it's like they're not even a like a a sought out title on the shows, and it kind of concerns me a little bit. So anyway, that's just my little beef with it. But anyway. Los Lotharios gets the win, and uh, and we move on from that. Now, this is another interesting segment. So we come backstage for the next segment, and there's a kind of a few things going on here. So Sonya Deville is backstage with Adam Pearce, and for some reason, 
NXT Supervar- superstar Von Wagner is backstage with them. Now, this is kind of interesting because on Tuesday night's NXT 2.0, and I don't know that I actually mentioned it on the on the uh, on the uh, on the episode or on my afterthoughts because it was just a little similar thing. But last time we saw uh, Von Wagner, he was on NXT 2.0 this past uh, Tuesday with uh, Kyle uh, Kyle O'Reilly. And they were starting a pretty promising tag team together. And, and, and I think Kyle O'Reilly even said in, in an interview either last week or this week, um, he said that, you know, they would probably pursue the NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, now I don't know if that's the case because now Von Wagner is all of a sudden showed up on SmackDown. Now I should say this, that during this segment, they didn't even mention. Uh, now, now the only thing that they mentioned about him was that was uh, uh, Pat McAfee just said, you know, who is that guy? And he didn't he didn't even acknowledge who he was. He didn't even say his name or anything. He just said, who is that guy standing there? And that was really the only thing they said, which was kind of interesting. So the other part of this segment is, you know, DeVille mentioned how she, you know, took Aaliyah off Team SmackDown to make it stronger, and she's going to find a replacement. She just suggests that Pierce do the same thing with Team SmackDown for the men. So... Um, so Sammy Zayn comes in and he says he wants Jeff Hardy removed from the team based on what Jeff Hardy said to him about his pep talk earlier in the night. And T, uh, Adam Pierce says, well, I have an idea. Why don't we have Sammy versus Jeff in the ring tonight? And whoever loses is off of team SmackDown. And of course, Sammy Zayn didn't really like that idea because I guess he, he knows deep down inside how good Jeff Hardy is, even as late as Jeff Hardy is in his career. He's still a pretty, you know, respected superstar. So we'll see. But like I said, the big story out of out of this segment too is that the fact that Von Wagner has just showed up on SmackDown with no it's almost like with no fanfare, nothing. It's just, you know, weird. So we'll have to see if that continues. Um so we go back out to the ring, Charlotte Flair's out there. Uh she's coming out, she's talking about she's talking trash about Becky and their, you know, their non title champion versus champion match at Survivor Series. And um, and she's, you know, basically saying all these type of things about Becky and everything, just talking trash on her. And then, uh, you know, said that her new name was Becky. Uh Oh, and she says, Charlotte beat me. Uh Oh, Charlotte is superior. Uh Oh, I came back from having a baby too soon. Uh Oh, Charlotte's going to beat me up. Uh Oh, you know, all this kind of different stuff and everything. And, uh, you know, and then Charlotte starts talking about her accolades lately is that you know she beat Shotzi in a match you know stuff like that well then Tony Storm comes out and she comes out and she says well you know hey Becky defended her title her first night on Raw and Charlotte you've yet to defend your title uh, since you've been on Smackdown Uh, but of course Flair says nope I'm not going to defend it and the interaction ends so then uh, Kayla Raxon talks with Xavier Woods backstage um, you know, he says, Hey, I'm going to win the match. I'm not going to bend the knee to, uh, to Roman Reigns. And I have to win tonight because, you know, new days had a rough week, you know, with Big E getting injured, Kofi getting injured. We've really had a rough week. We need a win. So then that, you know, so we'll see what happens in the match later. So Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn is next. This is a pretty good match actually going on. Um, until Zan- Sammy tries to cheat and he tries to pin Jeff with uh, with the uh, with the ropes or the um, with the, you know putting his foot on the, like the second rope or something like trying to pin Jeff like that. 
and the referee catches him. He argues with the referee for a while, and before he knows it, he's distracted by the referee. Jeff rolls him up and uh, uh, pins him uh, or hits the swan. He, he, Jeff Hardy um, hits him with a twist of fate, goes to the top ro- rope, hits the swanton bomb, and pins him for the one, uh, one, two, three to keep his uh, spot on Team SmackDown. So then we see after the match, uh, Sami Zayn's looking up the screen. He sees all the picture of Team SmackDown. His picture disappears, and you know we see Sami really upset about not being on Team SmackDown anymore. Um, so later on, so next we get a little promo from Hit Rose, uh, Top Dalla, uh, AJ Francis, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and Ashante the Adonis. And like I said, it's just something missing with B-Fab uh, being gone. I, I really miss her not being part of Hit Row. Maybe WWE will come to their senses and offer a new contract and bring her back. Because I think even though I like Hit Row's male members, I, I still think something's missing without their female member. And I think they need her back. But anyway, we see a little video of them. But then we see Jinder and uh, Shanky, uh, you know, kind of mocking Hit Row by calling – Shanky, real slim Shanky, and and he starts rapping in his native tongue, and then he calls him Ice Ice Shanky, and Shanky does a beatbox, and now Gender starts rapping and everything, so basically just mocking uh, Hit Row, and even at one point calling them Cringe Row as they're laughing to end that segment. So maybe there's going to be some something between Hit Row and Gender and Shanky in the future. We'll see. Uh, we get another teaser f- uh, vignette for uh, Zia Lee. So we're we're gonna see when she debuts on SmackDown. Uh, not sure what the date is. She's gonna come uh, come be a part of SmackDown, but hopefully it's pretty soon. Uh, then we see Kayla Braxton backstage with Ridge Holland, and I thought this might lead to this uh, coming into this segment. Well, she's interviewing Ridge Holland, and he continues to talk about how Sheamus is his mentor, or not his mentor, but he's an admirer of Sheamus. Sheamus is kind of his role model, and up walks none other than Cesaro. And Cesaro is arguing, you know, hey, you know, Sheamus and I had a pretty good thing going. We were the bar. You know, we, we we did pretty good as a tag team. We did pretty good as rivals. We did pretty good as everything. And then Ridge Holland basically cha- challenges Cesaro and says, well, you know, when Sheamus gets here next week, so we obviously find out Sheamus is coming back next week, uh, he says that he and he and Sheamus are probably going to be even better, uh, you know, ten times better than what Sheamus and Cesaro ever was. So, We'll see. Time will tell. All right. So we finally get to the main event between Roman Reigns and Xavier Woods. And this is actually a decent match. I I think it's a decent match all the way through until, of course, the end when um, when Woods is, you know, he's about to beat uh, he's about to beat Roman Reigns, to be quite honest. He's about to beat him. And and also and as he's going for the tag or as he's going for the pin, I'm sorry, as he's going for the pin, uh, the pin, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, pull him out, pull Xavier Woods out, and, you know, uh, King Woods wins by disqualification. But, of course, he n- ends up not looking like a winner because the Usos just absolutely destroy Woods, and that ends up completing the cycle of all the New Day being injured. But w- what's insulting to the injury, too, is that the Usos take King Woods' crown and they put it on Roman Reigns to end the cycle. Because we see Roman Reigns start to go to a knee, uh, but it's to acknowledge so the Usos can put the crown on his head, and now it seems like he's the king. So I don't know what this means. Does this mean that the King of the Ring tournament was actually worthless? Because King Xavier's uh, um, 
you know, his reign lasted less than a month and now it's gone and now Roman has the, the crown and everything or, you know, what does that mean now? So I'm not sure. It could have been all worthless, I guess. So, um, so anyway, that's kind of how it ends. And like I said, we'll have to see, you know, whether we have a continuing uh, rivalry between the New Day and the Bloodline and see how things go from there. So uh, so anyway, that's how it ends. And like I said, I, one more thing I want to say about the Survivor Series stuff is, like I said, it continues to frustrate me. Like, why, again, did they announce the teams on Twitter? You know, like I said, they've made three changes already, one to Raw, two for SmackDown. How many more changes are they going to make with what it's a week to go for Survivor Series? Are they going to make any more changes? And who are the who are they going to be the replacements for the ones they have changes? Because not only the only one they've actually named the replacement for is Dominic, where they took Dominic and added Bobby Lashley. But when they kick Sami Zayn and Aaliyah off, they haven't named the two replacements. So I guess we're going to find out those for SmackDown next week. So who knows who they're going to be? So like I say, it continues to frustrate me. I don't I don't think this buildup for Survivor Series has been very strong, as I have said on numerous uh, episodes. So we'll see how it goes from here. So anyway, so anyway, that's the way SmackDown ended. And like I, see, like I said, again, we'll have to see if the, you know, if the King of the Ring tournament was actually ended up being worthless, and that's, you know, by Roman Reigns taking Xavier's crown, is that the end of Xavier's, uh, Xavier Woods' uh, time as King of the Ring? Is that, is it done? Is that it? So we'll have to see. So, and for that matter, I, I guess I should bring up the queen, the queen's crown. I mean, you know, where was this whole thing where is this going to push Zelina Vega into a title picture, like a singles title, or is she just going to go after the tag titles like she is with uh, Carmella and everything? So who knows? So anyway, but again, it, it all boils down to, it seems like a lot of things out there, like I've been saying, are being devalued in this, uh, up in this ongoing, you know, thing that's been going on. I don't even have a word for it really. So anyway, so that's, like I said, that's the way the SmackDown ended. Roman ended up taking the crown and that's the way things stand now. So uh, until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, tag in and leave me a review or share the show with someone who you think would love it. I'll see you at ringside for the next episode.